0: Friends, This is Kathleen Maxwell Ramby with The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. I'm so glad that you've joined me for today's podcast. For more news, information about my soon-to-be-released book, published newspaper articles, or to contact me, visit my website at www.kathleenmaxwellramby.com. We now have listeners from 26 countries that enjoy this podcast, and I'm so grateful. I don't charge for the podcast and appreciate those that give to make it possible for you to listen to. Special gifts this month came from Mary Copflesh, Michelle Smith, Carrie Thompson, and our monthly donors are Mary Mitchell Stein, Kyle Melissa Johnson, Deanna Caraway, or Jane Elder and Tammy Brown. If you want to give, simply click the button that says Become a Patron or Patronage at the top of your podcast. And don't forget to hit the Follow button and you'll be the first to know when new re- episodes are released. And always remember... Don't just listen. Partner with God and practice what we talk about. See you later. Well, greetings to all of my friends around the world. Uh, This is Kathleen Maxwell Ramby, and I'm talking to you today as I'm watching the snowfall in Texas, which is not real common where we live um, in the Texas Hill Country. But we have had some very unusual circumstances in our state um, as well as our community that have created some crisis for us Um, I know that I have listeners from all around the world and I want to give a big shout out to uh, some of our listeners from New Zealand from Malaysia from Canada and from the UK. It's so good to have you join us and um, you may be having a crisis in your nation that we are not even aware of but the last few days have been very challenging for those of us living in Texas and even South Texas. Uh, My husband and I came home the other day and we came home and opened our front door and we had a temperature of 31 degrees in our house. We had been gone over the weekend and when we arrived, the power had gone out in our house as it had throughout our community. And our house was 31 degrees. And then yesterday we dealt with busted water pipes and water flowing through our laundry room and into our pantry and this was an area that we had just done some remodeling on, and so we are grabbing towels and trying to soak up water. Uh, We've been cooking on our, in our fireplace because we have only had electricity. They've been rotating it. We've only had electricity a few hours during each day, and so this has been quite a different, different, we, I feel like I have, lived in somewhat of survival mode. And you may say, well, Kathleen, I'm dealing with that right now in my business. I'm dealing with that right now in my marriage or with my kids or with national things that are going on in your, in your country um, or with COVID-19. I mean, there's a lot of things that are going on right now, but I have to wonder what is it that God is trying to work in us and work out of us in the body of Christ, those that love him and seek him. I think that even in this, there's a preparation that he is, he is wanting us to turn even at a greater uh, degree to him. But my podcast today, and this is what I really want to talk about, is not just living in survival mode, but hope in crisis. Um, I've described our crisis and yours may be different, but the principles still apply. And one of the things as we've been just trying to, you know, keep warm and and figure out how to warm our food, um, make sure we have drinking water because water has been shut off, um, is I have had to cling to hope that my hope is in God. It's not in my county or state officials. It's not in anybody but God, because he's the only one that we can truly, truly depend on um, in crisis, but really in everyday life. And so I think Christ, I think hope is not only vital in times of crisis, but it's also vital in our everyday life and whatever we're dealing with. And it's necessary to keep us moving forward. So if you had a meter right now, I was talking about finding out it was 31 degrees in my house. By the way, it's up into the fifties right now. So I am excited. But if you had a hope meter, where would it register? What would it say? Would it show that your hope tank is empty or half full or is it full? You know, the Bible has a lot to say about the subject of hope. And even our secular society Understands the importance of hope, um I know when my late husband was battling cancer and we were at m d Anderson, even the medical medical professionals that are all very scientific in how they pr- approach things they continued to put a big importance on hope, and they even talked to me as joe's wife about the importance of keeping him hopeful, that that was gonna help him battle cancer. So that showed me that even our secular society sees the importance of hope, but the Bible has an awful lot to say. And that's where I wanna go to because that's the place that we get our substance during the day. And so what is hope? How do we get hope? And what do you do when hope is gone or when what you hoped for does not happen? Those are some things I want to address today. But let's start with the definition of hope. Hope is defined as a feeling of expectation and desire for something to happen. And oftentimes that's something something positive to happen. To not have hope puts us in a negative mindset. And that is not only detrimental to us, but to those around us. Do you know that when you don't have hope, when I don't have hope, our family, our friends, those that are in communication with us, co-workers, they're going to be affected. They can be by our negative mindset. And I know there have been times in my life where I've had some negative people that I've had to really um, distance myself from because I needed to remain in a place of hope. Um, to keep moving forward. So I want you to remember that hope keeps you moving forward in life. And so for me, going to God's word and reminding myself of what his word has to say is something that keeps hope at the forefront of my mind. And his word is, is what makes us strong and strengthen us. You know, Um, this morning I got up and I was praying about the podcast. I had kind of worked on my notes, uh, yesterday. And as I opened my Bible this morning, I opened it to the Psalms and I found a new scripture that wasn't even written in my notes that I just have to share with you. I love it. It's Psalm 71 verse 14 and it says, and this is what David said, but as for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. And I love what David said. He declared right there, I will always have hope. Now, he was in some tight situations as he faced Goliath, as he faced the bear when he was a shepherd boy in the fields. He had some things, if you study the life of David, that um, were really could look hopeless in a lot of situations. But even as Stephen and I prayed this morning and we're praying about some situations that we're facing. One of the things I did was declare our hope in God that I will always have my hope in him because really he's the only one we can really count on. We can't, we can't count on medical science. We can't count on our friends at times or even our family or our um, city officials or our church. God is the only one that we can count on. All of those things are great and a lot of times God uses those people and things, but at the end of the day he wants our hope to be in him and him alone. You know Romans 1513 is one of my favorites about hope and it shows us that um, hope is part of God's character and Romans 15:13 says, "May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him." Right there, it defines that hope is part of who God is. And I firmly believe that we're made in God's image. So therefore, hope is in us. We just have to exercise it just like any other muscle in our body. If we don't, if I don't stand up every day and use my legs and exercise and walk, I'm going to lose muscle tone in my legs. And if I sit long enough, I won't be able to get up. Um, We have to exercise our muscles. And it's that same way. I want to encourage you to exercise your hope muscle because there are many benefits of hope. I want to read to you Isaiah 40 verse 31, which states, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Oh my goodness those that hope in the Lord will have our strength renewed. It refreshes us. You know, even as I've been um, looking over my notes um, for to do this podcast, it's like I've just gotten stronger, even though it is snowing buckets right now and it's cold in our house, not really warm. My strength has been renewed. And I love what it says that we will soar on wings like eagles. I mean, that means we can soar above our problems. We can soar above our circumstances. We can run and not grow tired. That is, that's pretty powerful, especially when you're 61 like me. And I can't think of, I know if I ran very far, I would grow weary. Um, And then I love it says, we'll walk and not faint. In other words, it'll keep us going. So that's why I think hope is so vital for each and every one of us. And here's the cool thing. In this scripture, when you look at it in the Hebrew, the word hope actually means to bind, to strengthen, and to wait. So when we hope and declare and put our hope in God, it binds us to him, it strengthens us, While we wait. So what is it that you're in a situation where you're having to wait, you're having to wait for God to come through. You're having to wait for the outcome. You know, maybe your situation is your marriage is very difficult. Maybe your business has fallen apart. Maybe, um, your church has fallen apart. Um, there's so much, maybe your family and there's been so much loss with COVID and, and all. And, you know, right now, I feel like it's a season in my life where it's a time for me to run and um, because there's people that need the gospel. There's people that need to have hope. There's people that need. My book has just been released, my book on Thriving Through Seasons of Grief. And when I wrote it three years ago, I had no idea it would be released during a pandemic. And so there's a lot that I need to get done to get the word out. And I want to encourage you, To check out my book, um, you can go to my website at www.kathleenmaxwellramby.com and go to the book tab and find out more information about the book because you may have lost a loved one, you may know someone that's lost a loved one, you may know someone that's lost a business. Grief comes in many different parts of life and I want to do a podcast on the book, but today I want to continue talking about hope. The many benefits of hope um, is, again, it strengthens us and it keeps us going. In Psalm 43, verse 5 says, Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. And you know what I love about this is David in this passage is talking to himself and you know, it's like he's giving himself his own, uh, pep rally. He's like encouraging himself saying, why are you downcast? Why are you disturbed? Put your hope in God. And, and I had to laugh the other day. My husband came around the corner and I was talking, and he said who are you talking to i said i'm talking to myself he said kathleen you're starting to scare me i said no really it, it's okay other people talk to themselves i'm a verbal processor and david in the bible he makes me feel better because he talked to himself so i want to encourage you you may need to talk to yourself and declare and put your hope in god and speak those words forth um, it strengthens our inner man Versus us wallowing in our negative feelings. And when we encourage ourselves and we put hope in ourselves, not hope in ourselves, hope in God, that's where we tap into the power to change things. And, you know, 11 years ago when I lost uh, my late husband, I didn't get what I hoped for. But to me, God never failed me. He was faithful. He was with me in the most challenging time of my life. And my hope remained in a God that dearly loves me, a God that could heal my broken heart and keep me moving forward in my life and my purpose. And so hope is vital. And I speak as somebody that I have been in some dire, dire situations, um, losing a husband of 30 years and we were you know we dated for 3 before that was a huge blow and it was a time when i had to put my hope in god because life seemed like it was over but i'm here to tell you 11 years later that i have a lot of life and a lot of good life and god has been faithful as i've journeyed through that time I think God is looking for people that are optimistic and see all the possibilities in life and hope in him. There are so many around us right now, friends, that need hope, that need you to reach out and just pray with them in their circumstances. Um, And I want to close with Jeremiah 31, verse 17. Oh, my goodness. I love this scripture, too. It says, So, There is hope for your future, declares the Lord. And that to me, that declares the Lord is like a stamp, bam. Uh, It's like a, a stamp that goes down on your life and my life, that there is hope for our future, no matter what we're facing. And so I just want to challenge you to exercise your voice, exercise your hope muscle, Take some of these scriptures, go back and listen to this, pass it on to a friend or a neighbor that's going through a tough time right now. Hope is vital and God wants us to strengthen ourselves by putting our hope in him. But he also wants to wants us to strengthen those around us. And I challenge you to grab these promises, look up the word hope. You'll find there's a lot of scriptures about hope, um, but put your trust in God. And once we've anchored ourselves, then we can offer hope to those around us. And so I pray whatever personal crisis you're going through, that hope would be your anchor. So let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for who you are, for your great love for us, for um, being with us. In our crisis, and I thank you for hope. I thank you for the gift of hope. I thank you that hope resides in each and every one of us, because we're made in your inner, in your image. And so I declare hope over every listener, over the circumstances that they face. Lord, what seems impossible with men is possible with you. And so I just declare and speak hope to the hopeless, to those that are downcast. Lord, I just pray that you would strengthen us so that we could soar like eagles and run and not grow weary. Lord, bless my listeners. Lord, and help them to spread the good news about who you are and the hope that we have in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks again for listening today and joining me. I just feel honored that you'd take time out of your day to spend it with me. And I want to encourage you, if you're home and you're snowbound, kind of like we are, to check out some of the previous podcasts. But go to my website. Um, there are details about um, how to order the book. There are recent articles that I've posted. There are encouraging things. So if you need to nourish your soul to put more hope in it, read some of the articles. Um, you might want to order the book you can get it on Amazon the book title is Thriving Through Seasons of Grief or my name you can type in my full name so and then there's also you can go to Com, and you can order an autographed version of the book so bless you Um, I appreciate you and tune in next week